What's shaking fire nation? JLD here and welcome to episode 1940 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And if you're ready to accomplish that one big goal, Fire Nation, you can with the Freedom Journal. So visit thefreedomjournal.com and accomplish that goal in 100 days. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Raja Raman. Raja, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared to ignite, yes. John, always. <laughs> Straight from the showroom at the Stratosphere Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, we have one of the two entertainers that rocked America's Got Talent and most recently, Shark Tank. You've seen him on TV, and now we get to chat with him live. Raja, take a minute to fill in some gaps from the intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, so... It's myself and Jared Parker, who's my stage partner. So we have a show titled Jared and Raja, sort of like any other of the duos like Siegfried Roy and Penn and Teller. So we've been doing shows uh, together for 20 years now. We started in New York at the Friars Club, of all places. And he started with um, singing with his magic. And then he brought me in as a pianist because the Friars Club didn't have a sound system. They had just a piano. So we did the show, the two of us together, pianist and magician. It went well, and we did a few more shows in uh, in New York at the Cabarets, Greenwich Village. Things grew. We moved to uh, Las Vegas in 2000 because we knew we had to grow. And right away, we got uh, an engagement at a hotel here, a small hotel in Summerlin, which went uh, very well. And then from there, we started the touring. You know, being based in Las Vegas is great because it's got a good airport, um, you know, the space to store your props and to rehearse. And uh, the touring started in Asia and uh, Europe from that point on. So it's been um, very, very busy up to uh, 2010 when we went to Singapore. We lived there for two years in a big show at Resorts World. And then uh, in 2012, we started the TV stuff. And that's really what America's Got Talent started. And since 2012, we've done a lot of TV. Every year, we're run either Masters of Illusion or Shark Tank or America's Got Talent. And uh, yeah, so it's been a really fun voyage from uh, our humble days in Greenwich Village to uh, now the Las Vegas Strip. Well, I can tell you that next time in Vegas, we're definitely going to get together, Raja. I know we tried <laughs> yes. to last time when I was out there speaking at Thrive, and yeah. uh, it was just it was all uh, it was all my fault. It was all on my end. But next time we'll get together. We were excited to uh, bring you to the uh, to the top of the stratosphere where we perform, and there's this amazing lounge there, oh. and the view, of course, is second to none because you're you know so high, twelve hundred feet up in the air. So yeah, but uh, rain check. We'll do that next time. Definite rain check. I will say uh, I was way under told, I should say, <laughs> underprepared on, on how much was going to be required of me as a speaker at this event. It ended up being a lot more than I expected, so it was pretty yeah, intense. Yeah, sure, sure. But Raja, let's kind of move into what you consider right now, today, your area of expertise is. What is that? You know, it's a good question. And I would have to say today, in this moment now, it would be the general realm of entertainment. I obviously started as a pianist, a musician. I have my master's from Juilliard and, and that's where my training is. Uh, but then quickly, as soon as I joined the show, I had to get my street smarts, so to speak. I mean, Juilliard does not have, at the time, um, a business of music course or a business of entertainment course. So I had to really learn on my feet and <laughs> and go through the growing pains of, uh, you know, dealing with lawyers and agents and 
public relations people and so on and so forth. And of course, as we proceed through the years, so much of our media has gone from you know a paper press kit to a digital press kit or an email or a video file. You know, so it's just been learning on 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 the on the journey, which has been a lot of fun. But yeah, for right now, my uh, general expertise would have to be, I guess, just entertainment in general. So within that, what do you think we as entrepreneurs can learn? Because I mean, you've had to learn a lot as you know, an entertainer and making your way through and you shared very eloquently in the intro about, you know, the different steps you had to take to get to where you are today. Like, what can we learn from that, from the experience that you've garnered so far? Well, it's funny. When I first started working with Jared, he told me that show business, business is the big word. And as a artist, a Juilliard grad who was very much a purist back then, I said, no, Absolutely not. The integrity of what we do, the show, is, is the most important thing. Well, fast forward to today, I do, <laughs> I do understand that indeed in the world of entertainment, uh, business is the big, world, big word. And we really are in the business of promoting ourselves and making what we do topical and popular and appealing to as many people as you can. And um, I suppose we're all in the business of doing that in our, in our respective businesses. But in what we do, it's not just the business, it's us. It, we are the product. You know, it's, it's we're the two human beings and there's, there's nothing else. So we, it's promoting us ourselves. And, and that can be challenging sometimes because you're not just, you, you don't have time to rest. You always got to look good. You always have to be in shape. You know, you have to always speak well and perform well and do the business well and conduct meetings well. So it really is a fully encompassing um, uh, task to, to do what we do in show business. Roger, you've had some great times. I mean, America's Got Talent, Shark Tank, you're currently crushing the stratosphere. I mean, life is good. Things are going really well. <laughs> But let's be honest, uh, being an entertainer <laughs> has both its ups and its downs. So that's what I want you to do next is take us not just to one of the downs, but to what you consider the worst entrepreneurial moment on your journey as an entertainer thus far. What is that moment, Raja? Are you ready for this, John? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, we had a performance, a whole summer engagement in Blackpool, England, uh, a few years ago. And we had a producer that we had met at the Edinburgh Festival in Edinburgh, Scotland. We did perform we had one month of shows there. We were picked up to do several gigs after that. And one of these gigs was a run in Blackpool, England for the whole summer. We let this guy we met there who was a producer, well, I guess he was a producer, <laughs> and he brought us over there to uh, do the whole run. Well, we had to naturally foot the bill for the marketing, blah, 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 the shipping, etc. Not a problem. So we get over there and uh, he didn't promote the show very well. Let's just put it that way. Uh, we were not exactly in the people's consciousness as we got to Blackpool, England. There was definitely no parade as we landed. It was like, uh, kind of like, you know, um, yes, crickets kind of in a way. So mm. we get there and um, there, are a lot of, there are not a lot of people coming to the show. And so we're experiencing losses. You know, there's, there's money flying out the window to, to keep things going, but no one's really coming in. We're having thin audiences. So we wanted to end things as producers do prematurely, I think a month in the run, we said, hey, we should probably just, you know, wrap up things and go back to Vegas. Well, he didn't let us. <laughs> he said, no, I have a contract with a hotel. You got to perform. So this is where the funny part comes in. <laughs> we, we, we were not allowed to leave our gig. 
So we said, this is ridiculous. We're going to keep on losing our money, and this guy is pushing us to do this. So we had to, uh, we had to formulate a plan to get a huge 26-foot truck <laughs> without anyone knowing, loading all the props into the cases, onto the truck, to the airport, put them on a plane back to Las Vegas, and then all of us, the cast, quickly getting a flight to London where we can go back to <laughs> Vegas. Okay, so this didn't exactly go as planned because Blackpool is a small town. Right. So the, the owner of the trucking company, we didn't know, was a friend of this producer we were working with. So when our plan was actually going well, we loaded the truck, but we didn't actually end up leaving the town because the owner of the company – knew the producer and this producer yeah so it was um it was not a pretty scene and we call the uh the whole loadout operation subtlety <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah it was like the uh you know imagine a 26 foot truck full of props but you don't want anyone to know you, you know you trying to be quiet about it you trying to like you know bail town and yeah that was definitely a low moment and it was just you know we look back to that experience saying never again please uh, never again now how did the rest of the summer or the rest of the actual run play out it was it was okay, you know. Look, we had to fulfill the obligation in the hotel, and we performed, and uh, there were certainly audiences. But uh, you know, if we were to market it and promote it, we certainly would have done it differently. But um, again, you 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 live and you learn, and it, certainly we learn a lot from that. We we built a lot of, of props for that. We we thought of a lot of acts for that. So you know, we certainly did grow artistically. We didn't exactly grow financially, but that's okay. Life's not always about that. <laughs> One sentence. Raja, what do you want to make sure that we get from that worst moment experience? You know, life gives you surprises. And if you are given a surprise that um, at the moment feels really, really as a, a, a downer, well, you know, somehow you got to make that downer um, a positive experience. And uh, I suppose it's a bit generic what I'm saying, but it, it is true. And we turn that into a, into a positive experience. We learn a lot from that. You've had some great ideas over the course of your life. I mean, getting onto Shark Tank, applying for America's Got Talent. I mean, all of these great ideas you've had. Take us to one of the greatest, though, like that aha moment that really shines through in your mind. Tell us that story. Yeah, John. So when we were doing America's Got Talent, it is a truly <sighs> cathartic experience in one's life. And I'll tell you why. First of all, you're on a television show with – 17 to 20 million people watching you every week. One, two, you're in a competition. So you are meeting all these people on set that are really your competitors, but you grow relationships and you 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 get to know these people and they're experiencing the same journey as you and the same hopes and the same dreams. And at the end of the day, you've got a lot in common. Well, after the second or third round of America's Got Talent, we got booted. But at that time, they had what's something called a wild card. I'm not sure if you remember. So Howie Mandel brought us back to the competition on the wild card. He believed in us from day one, and he brought us back. So we, we went back to America's Got Talent, but we knew. We knew this is it. We had to think of an act, fresh, brand new, not done yet, not built, that's going to knock America off their socks. We had to do this. The pressure was monumental, but we thought of an idea, and it was what we call now the piano vanish. It's where we take a big, huge box on stage. There's a piano inside. I get in. The doors are closed. The box is raised up in the air. It blows apart, wood flying everywhere, and instantaneously, I'm at the back of the audience playing that same piano, 
and that's the act. Well, we had to conceive, of course, of the act, the music, build the props, and we did that. We had very little rehearsal time, but we did go there. We rehearsed it once. It failed, and we had to go live that night, and we did go live. And it was, thank God, John, it was a resounding success. We got a standing ovation. We made it to the semifinals. Um, it was really, I can't, I can't tell you enough how amazing an experience it was. It was, a tr it was the ultimate of hoping, dreaming, working, not sure if it's going to go well, but then, <laughs> oh my God, it's a home run. <laughs> now, Fire Nation, for me, I just kind of think about that quote. It's a little corny, but it's just so true is that, you know, shoot for the moon because even if you miss, you land amongst the stars. And I mean, as entrepreneurs, recognize the power in that because, I mean, if you go big, you know, and you fail, guess what? You're still going to be, you know, somewhere around that stratosphere that you just had no idea that uh, you were even going to be able to make it that far because you had set your your sights, you had set your sights so big that hairy, audacious goal. And yeah. you, again, maybe you accomplished it, maybe you didn't, but you're going to go so much further than if you just set this kind of blase goal. And that's what you did, Roger. You set this huge, big, big goal and it happened. So that was kind of my takeaway. But what do you really kind of want to make sure our listeners get from your aha moment story? Well, prior to that, that one episode of AGT, we, we did not have a good experience on the previous episode of America's Got Talent. We actually were booed. Um, and it was really negative. And it was part of because we had Jared singing along with the illusion. The illusion was good, but uh, Sharon didn't actually like the, the illusion for various other reasons. But but, you know, we, so we had our tail between our legs, and it was complete rejection. So going back onto that stage, you know, you're a little gun shy, and you're, you're, you, <laughs> the pressure's harder and higher to prove yourself and to do well. So, you know, really the lesson is even when you do have the tail between your legs and you've been rejected and you're, you're feeling down and out, you have to find that strength within. You have to and believe in yourself and your talents to go back up to whatever your stage is, whether it's a boardroom or an actual stage, and you've got to deliver. And, and you've got it. You do have it. it. Because so much of life is psychological. So much of life is your attitude in how you sell something and how you speak and how you, how you perform. It's not just you know, what you've just done, but it's how you actually interact with your audience. And if you do that well, if you can sell it, Oh, baby, you've got it right there. <laughs> <laughs> now, sometimes, Raja, and you know this, there's like a sliver, a fine sliver between success and failure. I mean, it can be the smallest of small margins. You know, I mean, I look back to some of the gold medals that Michael Phelps won by like one one hundredth of a second. Nobody right. even cares who came in second place with a silver medal. Right. And that poor right. guy, I mean, he basically beat Michael Phelps, but he didn't, you know, by one hundredth right. of a second, like a fingernail sliver. That's so. Right. What do you think it was of, of the two America's Got Talent? Like, what was the thing that tipped you to massive success to the thing that kind of tipped you to massive failure the other time? Because, again, they, they were both, you know, as you said, they were both great. You know, it's perseverance, I think. I, I, yeah, we have what I mean specifically, though, like, what do you think specifically actually was the reason why the audience booed the first time and then went ecstatic the second time? Like, what was it? Yeah, I can tell you. Um, you know, America's Got Talent is all about um, bang, bang, bang in the moment, and they need instant um, satisfaction. It's a 90-second thing. You have no more than 90 seconds, and you need to deliver what you do within the first really 10 seconds. Otherwise, they're brutal. They will boo you. <laughs> well, we are all about theater. It's not just bang, bang, bang magic, um, and we did. sort of. I started playing the piano, and Jerry started singing. Now, Jerry's a magician. 
So when you present people with something that they don't expect or they don't know or not familiar with, they turn their heads like, what? They don't understand. What they were expecting was, boom, a magic trick right away. But when you throw other elements in, it throws them for a loop. And we did. Jared, remember, before we met, he started as a singing magician. That's what he did all his life. So I, as a musician, wanted to bring that back in. Yeah. I said, and it was actually my idea to say, hey, you should. It was a shower scene. We built a shower, and <laughs> there were like beautiful girls magically coming out of the shower. And that was a whole magic trick. But I said, hey, everyone sings in the shower. Sing. Guess what you do? He took my advice, which wasn't that great advice, I suppose, but he started singing, and um, that's when people started booing. Actually, his singing wasn't bad. It's just they just, they just, right. he was singing in the rain. That's what he was singing, singing That's in the what rain. I was just going to ask you. I'm singing in the rain. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what he's saying. That's exactly what he's saying. And, um, and yeah, so that didn't go over too well. And, and like I said, the actual, the illusion actually went over well, but um, the, and, and, well, there was another small reason. It's, it's a tiny detail, but there was a, there was actually a poster in the theater, the new NJ Pack in New Jersey, of a, a magician that had tried to audition for AGT and didn't make it. And apparently he was making some trouble. So they had his poster, I'm not kidding, saying, do not allow this guy in the building. Otherwise, you know, he may cause some trouble. Well, apparently he did get in the building and he started the booing and that that led to more people booing, which Ugh, just kind of led to more people booing. Sometimes the mob, it's so fickle. It did. And I tell you, there's no there's no experience in the world. Like being booed in New Jersey pack with 20 million people seeing you, it's like, well, that's kind of okay. Ugh. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> Heartbreaking. Well, I mean, Fire Nation, I hope that you're realizing that there's so many lessons to be learned with experiences like this. And Roger's doing nothing but dropping value bombs left and right. More coming up in the lightning round when we get back from thanking our sponsors. If mailing and shipping are causing you to waste precious time waiting in line to the post office or trying to figure out how much postage you need, then Pitney Bowes can help. Pitney Bowes is the leader in mailing and shipping solutions. No matter what you send or how often you send it, Pitney Bowes has a solution to fit your needs. With Pitney Bowes, you can weigh, print, mail, and save all directly from your home or office. No more waiting in line at the post office and no more worrying about the correct amount of postage. Plus, did you know USPS rates went up in January? You can beat the increase and save three cents on every letter you send. Start saving time and money today with Pitney Bowes. Plans started just $5 a month, and right now Pitney Bowes is offering Fire Nation a free trial to help you find the solution that's right for you and your business. Visit pb.com slash fire to learn more and try it free. That's pb.com slash fire. Terms apply. See site for details. The new year is here and it's time to focus on your story. Your story is a sequence of events that you choose. So why not choose to focus on both your dreams and your responsibilities in 2018? Sounds like a pretty big deal, right? Don't worry, you don't have to go at it alone. LegalZoom can help you finally build your dream business and make sure your responsibility of taking care of your family's future is squared away with an estate plan. LegalZoom has upfront pricing so you never have to worry about billing by the hour and they've been helping people just like you take care of their dreams and responsibilities for more than 16 years. So rest assured, you're in good hands. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but they have the resources to keep you on the right path, including advice from their nationwide network of independent attorneys all at your fingertips. Start writing your 2018 story at LegalZoom.com today. And for special 
special savings, be sure to enter promo code EOF in the referral box at checkout. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code EOF. Roger, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? I am excited to do so, John. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? You know, I would have to say fear and ignorance. Ignorance, not, not in the negative sense of the word, just not knowing. The fear of the unknown, right? That's we're always we're always trying to leap into this pool, not knowing how deep it is. And when you realize that, well, look, again, it's about believing in yourself and your product and what you do that you work so hard on for so many years. Well, if you really believe in it, I'm gonna leap into this pool. <laughs> I'm gonna do this myself. You know, we've had so many opportunities to sign with managers and managers in the entertainment industry. They're in charge of the business. They're in charge of the direction of the ship and how fast that ship goes and where the ship goes. That's a lot of control to give to somebody. And we had two experiences with with two managers that didn't go well in in terms of their personalities. It wasn't going either fast enough or in the right direction or, or our visions were not aligned. And we, at the end of the day, said, okay, well, we have to do this ourselves. You know, one of the greatest pieces of advice that we received was from director Kenny Ortega. Now, Kenny Ortega is the guy who did High School Musical. He did the last tour for Michael Jackson's This Is It. Um, amazing guy. We worked with him in 2005 in London at a, at a big corporate gig in, at Selfridges. And Kenny told us over the years that, guys, you don't need a manager. You need a good agent and a lawyer. That's all you need. Everything else comes from you in terms of your ideas, your passion, and where you go. You're the you are the architect of your own career. So that's um you know that's what we've followed and and that that doing away with that fear and learning to getting past the ignorance of of what's involved with doing this actually was not so hard. What is a personal habit that contributes to your success? I grew up all my life being a pianist. I've had to to practice three, four, five hours a day uh, since I was eight, nine years old. I gave up a social life in high school um, because I always had to leave school after, you know, after it was over, after that bell rung, and I had to go home and practice. You know, other my friends would hang out and, you know, go wherever, but I, I couldn't do that. I had to practice five hours a day. For me, my vision from that age was singular. My mom was a really disciplinarian, and, and <laughs> she really forced me to practice when I was early in my years, and then as I started winning competitions and doing better – at the piano, it became sort of an ongoing, you know, ball rolling, and I started practicing that myself myself without her. But it's that sense of discipline that I learned as a pianist that's carried through not only my college years but now into my life. I'm an extremely disciplined guy. Um, I bring really the discipline to the act, to the show, to the business. Um, Jared's a magician, a little more free thinking. <laughs> um, for me, what I do in the performing arts and, and the kind of discipline that we have to have to, to hone our skill um, has carried forward into today where I, I, I'm just disciplined. I'm organized. And, and everything I do is kind of carries that, those, those skills with me. Can you recommend an internet resource? Yeah, there's a great there's a great resource that uh, we have in the performing arts industry, and it's uh, musicalamerica.com. It's really 
a mecca for the performing arts business, uh, where agents, managers, performers, um, buyers, uh, promoters, um, all facets of the entertainment business, not just musical business, but the entertainment business, they all are they all kind of converge at this one site, musicalamerica.com. So I really highly recommend that for anyone in in any business, even close to entertainment, uh, to visit that that resource. Recommend one book and share why. I'd have to say The Tipping Point by uh, Malcolm Gladwell. It's a, it's a popular book. I realize that. But, you know, this book, when I read it, it really spoke to my industry 100%. You know, but at, after all, entertainment is really about the pursuit of popular appeal. And reading The Tipping Point and reading about the law of the few, the stickiness factor, and the power of context – all these principles apply to what we have been trying to and are still trying to do in the course of our career to be well known and more popular and increase sales. And, you know, that's what's all about for us. So, Raja, I want to end today on Fire Brother with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. You know, John, throughout my life, I've learned one thing, and I say this quite frequently to Jared and to friends. The power of humanity, the power of human interaction, it's, it's second to none. It's always about talking to people and communicating with people directly. It's not about an email. It's not about a chat. It's not about connecting on Facebook. It's always that, whether it is us on stage communicating with an audience directly, looking into their eyes and speaking and, and addressing them singularly, or whether it's in a business meeting and, and being ourselves, you know, guys that are charismatic and, 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 and sensitive and, and hopefully talented in what we do and talking to people directly. But really, it's always it always boils down to that. And that always amazes me. It always boils down to human interaction. People need to touch each other, not just emotionally, but physically, you know, and that's, that's, that's a great thing. And how can we connect with you? Well, we have a great website, jarrettandraja.com, J-A-R-R-E-T-T and raja.com. And all of our social media handles are simply and at jarrettandraja.com. You can see us at the Stratosphere Hotel here in Las Vegas. And we have, um, been re-signed with Masters of Illusion yeah. on the CW Network for next year and uh, we're excited about that. That's awesome and Fire yeah. Nation make sure you stop by the Stratosphere if you're in Vegas because Raj is awesome and <laughs> you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with RR and JLD today so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Raja that's R-A-J-A in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. Timestamps, links galore. Of course, head directly to jarrettandraja.com. Find them on all the socials with that handle as well. Raja, thank you for sharing your journey today with Fire Nation. For that, we salute you, brother, and we will catch you on the flip side. It's been great fun, John. Thank you. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Raja today. And from accomplishing goals to crushing Kickstarter, launching podcasts, and creating funnels and webinars that, that what, that converts? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what we want them to do, right? <laughs> well, I have all of those courses waiting for you. There are five different ones, and they're all free 
and they're just waiting for you at eofire.com. So get over there, sign up for those courses, take one at a time, take them all at once if you're an overachiever. I will catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side.